And so today, as we celebrate that, we want to know that God is the same. And what He did for those, He'll do for you today. So we're going to go back to the book of Daniel. And we're going to look uh, in chapter number 3. Last week, as we talked about Daniel and how the, the king Nebuchadnezzar had, had taken the, the people hostage and brought them in. And uh, three came with Daniel. Ananias, Azariah, and Mishael. And they renamed them. We talked about that. How the enemy wants to take your identity. But they named them Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And so the, these young men, uh, they're working in the kingdom also. And they have jobs. They've been, they, they were elevated because of their wisdom. But all of a sudden, we have right in the story of Daniel, chapter 3, Nebuchadnezzar, and through his advisors, and you know, just like they tried to trick Daniel, the enemy's out there trying to trick you and get you to compromise your, your ideals and your, your, your thoughts and your, your passion and trying to get you to veer off from the Word of God and what we know is true. But I'm telling you today, we're going to stand. We're not going to bow And we're not going to burn. We are going to stand fast and firm. And we're going to be true to what God's called us to do. So, uh, King Nebuchadnezzar uh, built a statue 90 feet high and 9 feet wide. You know, all over the world, I I know uh, in Pastor uh, Marcelo's country, uh, in Brazil, they have the huge statue of, of, of Jesus. Uh, we've been all over different places and seen statues. I've even been scuba diving under the water and seen statues of Jesus. And uh, But this was a statue of the king. He wanted people to honor him. And it was pride that, you know, and, and through his advisors, hey, let's build this thing and let's set it up and get everyone to worship you. But you know what? As these young men had come from Jerusalem, as they had been taught, as they knew the law, thou shalt have no other gods before thee. We cannot allow the gods of this world. We cannot allow things to come in our life that take our allegiance. Even when we're in the midst of this, and even when we are in an era where people are worshiping a lot of things. But you know what? All the things that men worship right now, people are so crazy about sports, but there's none of it. There's no theaters to go to. Hollywood, uh, they're they're not being celebrated. We've come back to the home and back to family. And God is getting us in a place to where we can put Him back first in our lives. If you have given allegiance to anything else. But these young men, they serve the true and living God. So the the decree went out. We're going to all gather and we're going to celebrate. And when we're going to play all the music and the band's going to play. And at one point when we give the orders, everyone is going to bow before this image. Give honor. Give allegiance. And so the time came, the day came, the crowds gathered. There was people from all over the province. There was no doubt thousands of people. And the band would begin to play. And when the time came, the entire crowd fell on their knees and fell on their face. And they began to honor and give allegiance to this statue. This false god. This inanimate orb object that could do nothing for them. But out through the crowd, as they begin to look and survey, 
There was three young men who were standing. You know what? When the whole world stands, you don't stand out. But when everyone else bows, when everyone else gives allegiance, when everyone else falls on their face, you'll stand out if you stand up. If you don't give in to fear and doubt and unbelief in a world where everyone else is giving in. If you stand faith and you speak loud, I believe that my God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think. And I'm going to stand firm. I'm not going to give in. I'm not going to give my allegiance to anything else. I serve the true and living God. Well... You know what? There's a lot of tattletales. There's a lot of people that when you do what's right, when you don't give in to their ideas and their thoughts and you don't follow their plans, they get upset. And so they came running to the king and they said, King, there's three guys out there that when everyone else bowed, they didn't. They don't serve your gods. They don't believe in your religion. They don't trust in you. And they did not bow. The Bible says that the king was so infuriated, he flew into a rage and he said, you bring them to me. And So they went out and they brought these young men before the king. And he said, why did you not bow? Did you not hear the decree? Yes, we heard. Did you not hear the music? Yes, we did. Did you not know what time you were supposed to bow? Yes, we did. Well, then what's the problem? They said, O king. I want to read it to you exactly what they said. I'm reading out of the New Living Translation. They said, O Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you. If we are thrown into a blazing furnace, the God whom we serve is able to save us. He will rescue us from your power. Your majesty. But even if he doesn't. We want to make it clear to you. That we will never serve your gods. Or worship the golden statue you've set up. What a declaration. For young men to make in a land. Where everyone's complying. And they're falling on their face. And they're giving in to the peer pressure. We will not bow. O king, our God is a big God. Our God is the true and living God. And he is able to save us. But you know what? They made a statement that's powerful. You know, it's easy to serve God when we think he's going to work everything out. When it's going to go our way. But they made a declaration. King, even if he doesn't. Even if it doesn't go our way. Even if we die in the fiery furnace. Because see, the punishment for not bowing was to be thrown into a fiery furnace. To be burned alive. And they said, oh king, we know the consequences. We heard the decree. But we serve the true and living God. And we'll not bow to another. And if our God is able to save us, we know he is. Thank you, Lord. But if he doesn't we still will not serve you if he chooses 
to take our life. We know to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. You can't, you can't, we're not afraid of one that can kill our body, but we serve one, amen, that can destroy our soul. And we have trusted in Him and we'll not give in to your, your lies and your demands and we'll not fall prey to giving in and, and compromising what we believe. But we're going to serve the true and living God. This made the king so mad. He ordered the furnace be turned up seven times hotter. Now, I don't know exactly what kind of furnace they had. I don't think they had a thermostat. Either they threw more wood on the fire or more coal or something. But they heated it up seven times hotter. He commanded the strong guards to tie them up. And he said, throw them in. He wanted to make an example. I'm telling you what, our God is not afraid of a challenge. When you trust God, when you put God to the test, He'll never let you down. When you'll stand firm and you'll stand up for what you believe and in whom you believe, He'll come through. But they said, even if He don't, we're willing to die. Because when we stand before God, we want to be able to say, we held true to your word. We held true to our convictions. And so they tied them up. And the Bible says the fire was so hot that when those men went to throw them in the flames, the fire was so hot that it killed the guards that threw them in. I'm telling you, those who will bind you, those who want to cause you to come to harm and come to demise, just like last week with Daniel, how God turned it around. And the week before with Esther, God turned around. Amen. Every enemy. And right now the enemy is the coronavirus. It's not people. It's not the government. Amen. We fight not against flesh and blood, but it's supernatural. We have an enemy that's out to destroy us personally as Christians, the church. And just America, the world, you know why? Because God so loved the world. Whatever God loves, Satan hates. But I'm here to tell you today, God loves you. And he's got you. He's going to protect you. Stand firm. Stand strong. Say, I trust and I believe in the Most High God. I declare Jesus Christ is still Lord in 2020. And He is Lord over coronavirus. That enemy. Oh my goodness. This this week, uh, uh, Heath and Kim had their beautiful baby girl. And I talked to Heath and they got home and he said, Pastor, you said you were going to preach on this. And the Lord already dropped it in my heart. I already have been thinking on this. And he showed me that we are those people. We're the ones in this generation that need to stand up for the word of God. And you know what? The enemy and this this thing wants to bind us and it wants to throw us in the fire. But we are going to come out. We're going to be strong. God is going to bring us through this and something good is going to come. It was such a great revelation. Such a word of encouragement. And you know what? God has given you that revelation. That He's got you. That you're going to be okay. He's going to see your family through. He's going to see your business through. Amen. What the enemy means for bad, God's going to work it for your good. And so, these men threw Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego bound up, their full clothes, in their headgear, their turbans, in their robes, in their shoes. They're tied up and they throw them in this fiery furnace. 
All the people sigh relief. The king sits there on his throne and his rage subsides. I've punished the ones who want to defy me. Oh, let me tell you. Let me go ahead and back up a little bit, okay? Because the kings told them before he threw them in the fiery furnace, I'm going to give you another chance. You know what? If first you don't bow, the devil will give you another chance. The king said, I just want to make sure you heard me right. And so they went through it again. And they played the music and they did everything. And guess what? They still didn't bow. You know what? When the enemy gives you another chance and another chance... And another chance to fail. Another chance to give in to your flesh. Another chance to give in to fear and doubt and unbelief. And finally say, you know what? I guess I better comply. Everybody else is bowing to this thing. I might as well bow. No, 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 no. They stood straight and they stood firm. And they said, we're not going to bow. And so now then, they're in the furnace. The king said, it's done. I took care of that. Everybody said, well, they're gone. And that caused fear in everybody else's heart. Man, we better, we better bow and give in to this thing. We better give in to fear. We better give in to whatever the king says. We, 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 we've got to comply. But all of a sudden, the king, and I, can, I can just imagine his face, the horror, as his, the blood drained out and his face turned pale. And all of a sudden, he looked and he declared to all those around him, did not we throw three into that fire? And they all said, yes. Yes, king. We counted them. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. That's three. And the king stood up and he looked into the fire and he said, I see four. They're walking around. They're not bound. They're not enslaved. They're not engulfed. The flame, they're walking around. And the fourth one looks like the Son of God. And the king was so moved. He went to the, he didn't get too close because he saw what happened to the others. He just shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, come out of the flames. And the Bible says they walked out of that furnace. They walked out of that punishment that they tried to put on them. They walked out of that situation that was meant to destroy them. And when they walked out, their ropes were burned off. They were free. And they stood before the king and all the magistrates and all the people. They looked and the Bible says their clothes were not burned. Their hair was not singed. And they didn't even smell like smoke. Can I tell you today? There's a fourth man in your fire. What the enemy meant for bad, God was already there. Just like he was there in the lion's den to shut the mouth of the lions. He was there in the fiery furnace. He was there to take the pain of death. He was there to take the burn of the, of the flames. He was there. And when they landed, he was there with them to set them free. Whom the Son is set free is free indeed. 
There's a fourth man walking with you today. He is there to walk in your fire. Walk through your circumstance. Walk through that sickness. Walk through your disease. Walk through your financial troubles. Uh, He is there walking with you in your marriage. Walking with you with your children. Maybe you feel like you're bound up. You have no power. You feel like that you're being destroyed by circumstances. But I'm telling you there's a fourth man walking with you today. His name is Jesus. uh, And he is able to seeking to save those who are lost and he is able to deliver you if you'll put your trust in him the bible says that the king declared that therefore the king verse number 29 therefore i make a decree if any people Whatever their race or nation or language, speak a word against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They'll be torn limb from limb, and their houses will be burned into heaps and rubble. There is no other God who can restore and rescue like this. We serve the true and living God. And through all of this, we're going to lift up the name of Jesus. And Jesus is going to be exalted because he is still the fourth man in the fire with you. And the decree made, there is no other God. And anybody who speaks against this God is going to be torn apart. Listen, every other God, they're dead. You can visit their graves. But as we get ready to celebrate Easter Sunday, I've been to Jerusalem. I've been in the tomb. He is not there. He is alive. He's still walking in the flames. He's still walking in the lion's den. He's still walking, amen, in the hospitals. He is walking with you and he will deliver you. So don't bow to fear. Don't give in to anxiety, to depression. Don't give in to doubt and unbelief. Today, stand up. Stand firm. Say, I believe in the true and living God, Jehovah. And I believe Jesus Christ is still the fourth man in the fire. And he walks with me. And I cannot and will not be destroyed. Come on, speak faith in your house today. Plead the blood of Jesus over your house, over your children, over your family, over your business. And let's declare that we're going to stand. We're not going to bow and we're not going to burn. Because the fourth man is still walking with us. Jesus is alive and well. Can I get a big amen all across Facebook today? Come on, send me a text. Say amen. We are so thankful that you joined us today. And if you have never given your life to that fourth man in the fire, If you say, Pastor, I need someone to walk with me through the fires of life, through the fires and the trials and the tribulations. I need him to walk with me in my marriage, with my children, in my business. It seems like the enemy has built a big image. It was 90 feet high. The devil loves to make a statement. He loves to make things seem bigger and and appear how big. But can I tell you, that's nothing compared to how big God is. No matter how high your mountain is, God is still looking down on it. And so I declare to you today 
that fourth man in the fire wants to come and live in your heart. He died. He rose again. And he's coming back. He came the first time on a donkey. But the second time, he's coming on a white horse to make war, to destroy the enemy. And we're going to be riding with him. Come on, church, get ready. When you see all these things, look up. For your redemption draws nigh. No matter what fire you're walking in today, Jesus is walking with you. Do you want to make Him the Lord of your life? Do you want to know if you died that you'd go to heaven? Today, I want you to ask Jesus to come into your life. To be your Lord, your Savior. Let Him be the fourth man walking with you today. Pray with me. Right there in your home, in your car, in your business. Just from the bottom of your heart, declare this today. Dear Lord Jesus, I believe you're the Son of God. I believe you came from heaven, born of a virgin, lived a perfect life, did many miracles, and you died on a cross for my sins. You paid the price for my sin. And today, I give you my life. I confess my sin. And I ask you to forgive me of my sins. Jesus, I invite you to come into my heart, into my life. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. And today, I declare, I'll do what you want me to do. I'll be who you want me to be. I'll go where you want me to go. And I'll say what you want me to say. And so, Lord, I'm yours. Walk with me through the fire. Let me stand firm and declare, my God is able to save. But even if he don't, I still won't bow. I'm going to stand and believe. Can I get a big amen? If you prayed that prayer today for the first time, we believe, we know heaven is rejoicing. Your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. Come on, you need to get in the Bible, read the word, read the book of St. John. Find out who Jesus is, what he's done. Send us a message. Let me know that you accepted Christ as your Savior today. That you came back. Maybe you're a prodigal and you repented and came back to your relationship. Maybe you were healed today. Send us a message and let us know. As always, if there's anything we can do, if you need anything, please reach out to us. We're praying for you. We miss you. We love you. And we're going to get through this. And we're going to come back together.